everyone, and welcome to another season of the Orchard Park Public Library's In Good Health podcast. For those of you who were able to listen in to our uh, post-election meditation, I invite you guys to check out the Orchard Park Library's In Good Health podcast. Uh, site on our YouTube channel, which you can find if you go to YouTube and search for the Orchard Park Public Library. Um, as another plug, I just want to mention that there are some great resources there for um, children's um, programming and children's story time. Our children's librarian, Miss Casey and uh, Miss Carly, do an excellent job creating these really, really great story times for kids that they can watch on our YouTube channel. And that's also where you can find some meditation videos that we have recorded. And, um, you know, with the cooler months, taking five or ten minutes for yourselves and just uh, recentering, de-stressing, um, it's very, very important. So um, thank you guys again for listening in and welcome to another season of the Orchard Park Library's In Good Health podcast. Today, as always, we have our co-host sharing with us, and we are going to be discussing healthy ways for us to stock our pantries with healthy foods for the winter. So it's going to be a, a good one. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another season of the Orchard Park Public Library's In Good Health podcast. I'm joined today, as always, with our wonderful co-host, Sharon. Love to have you on the phone, Sharon. Yes, hello. So we are in a new um, season, our autumn season here for our podcast. Um, our um, what was once a physical program that we had here at the library because we of miss. we miss so much. Yeah, we miss you guys so so much. But now we have um, converted this into a podcast, and we've been doing this now for two cycles now. With um, interesting things, we've talked about gut health a lot. We have talked about. Um, the importance of the sun, the importance of being hydrated, the end, of course, we have also been living through the COVID-19 pandemic here in the United States, um, addressing different ways for us to stay healthy. That's the big thing, right? We just want to make sure the best thing we can do for ourselves and for our immune system is to just stay healthy. Uh, we have just received news. We're recording this um, on a Wednesday, the 18th of November. Uh, 2020, where we are um, entering what New York State is considering to be an orange microcluster zone. Um, based on the amount of cases that are being recorded by the county, that means for us here at the library, um, we will be going to our curbside services, which means we will have to um, shut the library down. Um, again, still offering... Um, if you have books that you would like to have us bring out to your car, um, we can still do that. Certainly, we will be here in the building. We just can't have um, the wonderful public come into to our building. So with that being said, you have questions, you have concerns, you want to be able to get library materials, feel free to give us a call here at area code 716-662-9851. Again, the Orchard Park Public Library's phone number is area code 716-662-9851. So that's my, uh, that's the bad news, I guess, that I wanted to get out of the way. But we have some great news that we wanted to share. Uh, Sharon and I have been working together for well over a year now, if you can believe it. Um, it's actually two years. Two years. Oh my gosh. Time has years. flown. Yes. Crazy. 
Uh, and one of Sharon's, uh, if, if to know Sharon is to know that she has, she does, she doesn't do anything, um, without her whole heart being a part of it. And one of the things that she has, um, said from for a while ago, she's been mentioning to me that one of the things that she feels really passionate about, and we've talked about it on our podcast, is the um, notion of, um, I mean, world hunger, but certainly in in our country, it's definitely an issue as well. Um, and Sharon has just gotten this opportunity where she is going to be a part of starting her own um, food pantry. So That's Sharon... Yes. So, Sharon, if you want to give um, our listeners a little uh, go-ahead of what's to come in the the new year with you. Sure. Um, Well, the the pantry's name is Friendship Food Pantry, and it's located on Quaker Road in Orchard Park at the Orchard Park Community Church. We will not be actually opening the doors for food distribution until January of 2021, so a couple months away. Right. But right now we are... um, gathering canned goods, um, taking donations of cash or gift cards or canned goods. We'll be doing a few um, food drives. And we had set up um, a tree in Runner's Roost in Orchard Park, but because of this um, entering into Orange Zone, I'm sure we'll be taking the tree down. But if people would like to donate or help in any way, um, we also are sponsoring three families right now um, for Thanksgiving and also for Christmas, um, kind of as a kickoff to actually opening the pantry doors. Oh, that's great. um, if, if you want to go on the Friendship Food Pantry um, Facebook, you can find out how you can help, um, whether it's volunteering, um, picking up the canned goods, or um, you know, donating something yourself. And we really, really, really appreciate it, especially now with this happening. There'll be people going back, um, being laid off and being unemployed again. And yep. You know, everyone really, there isn't anyone that should go without food. And That's so it's right. really, really important to me to make this work. That's right. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put a link for, to your Facebook page um, on this podcast when we put it on our Facebook as well. Oh, great. So Thank you guys you so can much, have yeah. access to that too. Okay. Because it is very important. And especially the times that are coming up, this is going to be very, very important to get the word out for that. So um, on behalf of all of us, Sharon, I just want to say congratulations on that. And we are so happy for you. Oh, thank you. So, thank you. Yeah. So, um, it's a new season. We are approaching the holiday season. And um, our last podcast that we um, signed off on was um, Prepping for the Holidays. Uh, we talked about some nice, healthy um, recipes that we are looking forward to making um, for Thanksgiving. Um, and in that same vein, but also just looking into, I mean, now, um, if you're going to be home um, with your family... What's the the smartest way to stock up um, our food pantries for the cooler, the colder months and for the holiday season while still trying to hold true to our maxim that we are trying to stay healthy, right? Right. So, uh, Sharon, what, what, where do we start? What, what, um, I mean, if it's just about grocery shopping, what's the important thing that we should be taking away when we're stocking our, our food pantries? 
Well, I'm a list maker, so I'm mm-hmm. going to say, depending on the size of your pantry, you know, make your list now. And especially with this all happening with COVID, we have complete uncertainty of the supply of groceries. I've already noticed in a lot of stores, we're down to limiting, you know, one for toilet paper, one for oh, tissues. Yeah. So mm-hmm. food-wise, um, you want to make sure that you have things that are going to last for quite a while mm-hmm. and things that are versatile that you can do a lot of different things with. Um, and things you're going to get some important vitamins and nutrients out of. Mm-hmm. So I would always um, say to make sure you have like your basics, your olive oil, your coconut oil, um, you know, some broth, whether it be chicken broth or um, vegetable broth. And those you can get shelf stable. Um, You want to make sure you have things that you can mix dishes with like um, quinoa and organic rice, Mm. uh, different types of um, stable things. Um, Also, don't forget like your nuts, you know, your walnuts and maybe even some things in powder form, like Amazing Grass has uh, wonderful products in powder form. Things that if, you know, things were to be scarce, we could go to the cupboard and we could actually make something nutritious from a few of these staple items, chia, hemp seeds, you know, things that you could derive protein from, because Mm -hmm. I do remember back in March and April, um, you know, if you didn't get to the store at seven o'clock, you didn't get chicken. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) And this might be a good time for people to incorporate some of that plant-based ideas that we've talked about so many times into their diet. Yeah. Sharon, I mean, would you mind taking just a minute of talking about what, what does plant-based, um, I, I don't want to say the word diet, but, you know, what does uh, eating a plant-based um, food cycle, what does that look like? So if you're eating plant-based, obviously you're, I mean, if you are totally plant-based, um, some people refer to it as vegan. Some people say they're plant-based. It depends on the level. And it doesn't matter. It's whatever works best for your family and what you feel comfortable with. Um, so plant-based basically is going to be getting all of your basic high nutrition from plants whether that be um like i said hemp or chia or um even as small as protein amounts from broccoli and you know your different greens because you do get antioxidants and you also get you know it might be three grams of protein and three grams obviously is very low but if you're incorporating three grams of protein in with other items that are complete proteins like say the chia or the hemp or using different flowers like garbanzo flour or different flowers that contain protein you will be totally fine in your protein count because you're going to be eating less food, less carbs, and you'll be full. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I try to um, eat plant-based, strictly plant-based through the weekday, and then I, I will uh, break it for the weekend. So I'll have some, you know, chicken or whatever for, for dinners on the weekends. And, you know, it's been a considerable improvement in my overall um, a feeling of of good health and, and productivity as well. So um, there is something to that, I, I'd say. Um, Sharon, we will soon be starting here at the library, um, a seed library. So what that means is that people can come and they would be able to take home with them samples of various seeds um, of various types of plants and flowers that we would have for people to, to take with them. Um, when when would be a good time for people to at least get in the right mindset for um, planting various um, vegetables or, or plants? Well, the winter is the perfect time to be thinking about it because yeah. we can start. I 
order my seeds um, either at the end of January or February, first of February. Oh, great. Okay. Um, because you, there are certain, especially certain heirloom types, if you're getting organic, that run out quicker than others. So if you, you know, once you get a catalog or once you start making a list of things that you want or doing the seeds from the library, you want to make sure that, um, you know, you don't go crazy and overbuy things. Like everyone gets excited when you first do a project, but really think about what will my family really eat? Yeah. You know, if they don't eat Brussels, don't plant them. Right. <laughs> yeah. you know, but a lot of people do. You know, mm. I've done it myself in the past. You know, you look at each spot and you think, oh, I want this and I want this. But, you know, plant multiples of things that you know your family will eat or that you can share with another family or um, things that you can put up or can or freeze after mm-hmm. the season is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am really looking for. I mean, Sharon has been giving me pointers um, from her garden, and I have had the the great privilege of seeing her garden, and it really is a marvel. So I am going to be channeling Sharon's energy when it comes to uh, Aww, this point changing the Caesar. Yeah, yeah. And you've had a taste of a few things. Oh <laughs> yes, oh yes, yes. A plus. I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, now, Sharon, you did mention, um, you know, so winter is a good time to start thinking about, you know, gathering our seeds and thinking about what's going to be in our garden come the spring and the summer. Something positive to look forward to, which I'm sure we can all take something from that. Yes. Um, how do we go about if we were to um, look into, you know, canning or um, preserving various foods? Do you have any sort of pointers that you would give to people about, about starting that? Where does someone start when it comes to preserving or canning their own food? Well, I've evolved over the last probably 30 years of where I started. I used to do the, you know, regular old-fashioned boiling canning, and that's still fine. Yeah. It is very time-consuming, so Mm -hmm. it just depends on how much time you have. Um, But you can do wonderful things, even just freezing items now. Um, I prepare as much as I can in small amounts as I'm bringing harvesting things in and then I leave out like I literally just got the carrots in probably two weeks ago um and actually they'd be fine out there right now um the things that you want to leave out like your your root vegetables you can leave those for a long time because when you bring them in you can keep those in cold storage for several months Mm. so that you know Mm. you don't have to worry about prepping those things so you you need to look at your list and see the things that will need to be tended to quicker and if you have um, herbs and things you can dry those so you know they can be hung someplace and then you can put those in containers so it's all you know putting it into different compartments so yeah you you know it's the first time you're doing that you need to you know kind of map out um what you know your family will use so you don't overproduce and then um thinking of your time frame how much time you're going to have in the fall starting in august basically to start maybe if you're doing uh, salsa or doing tomatoes you know what you're what you're putting up and i do freeze all of that now do you yeah okay yes and also if you're doing tomatoes i really like to put the tomatoes wrap them when they're green and see how long i can extend the life um, Ooh, yeah, i've good never idea. made it past december <laughs> that's a long time though okay. wow yes yes but you have to be diligent you have to check them quite often because you know you you might get one in there that had a little much too moisture but if you wrap them carefully and keep them in cold storage and a basement not in a refrigerator um they will last for months awesome awesome well um yeah so i guess what we're um looking at now is um preparing ourselves and our family for um the colder months the winter is coming uh we want again stress 
just staying healthy and um, keeping our immune systems up um, as best we can in a natural way. Um, and, you know, making sure we have the right kind of foods available in our houses so that we do not have to revert to, you know, bad eating habits. Um, these are some important things to consider uh, when it comes time for the winter. Um, as always, guys, I want to thank you guys for continuing to listen to our podcast. And I want to thank Sharon and congratulate Sharon for all that she has done and all that will be happening with her food pantry uh, come next year. So, um Again, congratulations, Sharon. Thank you. You're very welcome. And we will talk to you guys next week. And everyone stay safe and stay healthy. Yes, Thanks thank so much. You. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.